Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Tuesday, September 14, 2021. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. But stick around. You might learn something new. I am in my coach. I am driving right now. Same situation as before. So the phone is in between my legs and I am focused on the road. And I am heading to my friend Reese's house because uh, she prepared dinner and I haven't seen her in a long time. Also with my friend Mart, uh, part of the foodie state team so we're gonna we're gonna have a little dinner right there we're all fully vaccinated i hope we don't get canceled for having dinner with each other <laughs> uh but yeah that's that's what's going on today and also before the we start off the program the podcast shout out to immuno bean coffee go check them out you can get them at shopee on shopee immuno bean coffee they're great i, I tried them i told you guys about it i tried them f- uh finally like uh you know a week or two ago and i like it it tastes good uh, not too heavy on the calories. Got a lot of ingredients that will, you know, that are good for your body. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not a scientist, but I read the packaging. Shit looks legit. So, <laughs> so shout out to Immuno Bean Coffee and you can get them on Shopee right now. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'm driving over these humps. How is your week going? How is your weekend? You do anything fun? Hmm? Is Axie Infinity stressing you out? Not really. Kinda. <laughs> Um, I have a, actually someone messaged me on the podcast Instagram, so I will, I'll get to that in a bit. But while things are fresh in my mind, cause I just came from work, I told you guys I would start recommending a few more, um, what do you call it? Uh, more music that I've been enjoying. So I already talked about it on Halo Halo, but Coda, the, the movie Coda has, oh, fantastic songs. Well, namely two, so- three songs on that soundtrack because those are like the songs that are uh, two are in the movie. One is the the end credits song. But first of all, you gotta watch Coda because it's a great movie. I talked the I talked my ear off about it on the latest Hala Hala show already. So just uh, go go listen to it if you can. What else? Um. Oh, there's a new Troy Sivan song that I'm really feeling, man. There's a new Troy. Uh, it's called Angel Baby. Troy Sivan, Angel Baby. So I've been liking that. Han and Nikki with their song Coming Home. I've been enjoying that song. And uh, to to kind of be a little bit of a hypocrite, I like Ed Sheeran's latest upbeat song. I told you I don't like most of Ed Sheeran's upbeat songs, but he has one called Shiver or Shivers. I don't know. Shiver or Shivers? Anyway, that song is great. I like it. It's not annoying. I don't know. Something about Shape of You, Kasei, has been, is always, has always annoyed me, right? I've always told you guys about that. But the, the song Shivers is actually really solid. I like it. And I'm excited for his new album. At least uh, two out of the three singles that have come out, or the three of the songs that I've heard from that album that's coming out, equals. It's, uh, it's good. So two out of three is not bad, man. If, if an album has two thirds of the songs are good, that's a good album, if you ask me. Most albums have like only one, one, I don't know. There are very few albums where I like the whole thing. Most of the time when I listen to an album, I'll like a third of the songs. So if it's two thirds, not bad, man, not bad. So yeah, I'm driving to Tagig, by the way. Uh, Reese lives in Tagig. I'm not going to tell you where. Avi, 
obviously. Uh, but I never, I haven't driven there in a long time, so I'm using Waze. I don't really know my way around the Tagig area. Tagig is huge, no? Because when you think, when I first thought Tagig, I thought Tagig was just BGC, but Tagig is huge, man. Uh, but yeah, so what else did I do this week? I'm trying to think of what else I did this weekend before I move on to the question. Uh, I can't read it because I am on my phone, but I recall what they asked me. They, uh, first of all, I know they said that they, that they enjoyed listening to the podcast. So thank you. Uh, I know it was a guy named Michael. Michael, I forgot your last name. Actually, I don't even know if I, if you even want your last name read on here, but shout out to you, Michael. Thank you so much for sending me a message and let me merge into tra- Oh, look at this truck. It's going to kill me. Come on, Vios. Let's go, Vios. Vios, move, baby. All right, we good. We're good, we're good, we're good, we're good. Don't die, JC, don't die. Uh, and yeah, so he wanted my thoughts about NoFap. I remember NoFap and I think Stoicism. Uh, I don't recall the rest of the message. I'm going to try to think while I'm driving. But he asked me my thoughts on NoFap. Oh, here's a red light. Perfect. Let me pull it up. So here we go. It's in my screenshots. Hi, JC. Just want to ask, what are your thoughts on Stoicism, NoFap, and mga self-development? Na discover ko sila Thomas Frank, Ali Abdal, and Matt Diavella sa, sa YouTube dahil sa'yo. Uh, solid listener here, pati ng Halo show. Yeah, and something to talk about. And also, his mom is from Pampanga, so he can relate that he can understand Kapampangan, but can't really speak it. Mga masanting. <laughs> thank you, Michael, Michael John. I won't say your last name, but thank you, Michael John. Uh, so no fap and stoicism. Okay, so stoicism is something that I'm not really like. I haven't really keep tuned in to stoicism, stoicism uh, too much actually. I've uh, what do you call it? I've watched uh, YouTube videos. I've, I've I haven't listened to any stoicism podcasts really, but I've I've watched some videos. I haven't really looked into the whole concept as a whole. But the few videos and whatever, like things that I've read on it, I have, I have liked. I don't know if I could be like a full-time stoicism kind of guy because they seem to be so relaxed. And I'm, I'm a little bit on edge sometimes, <laughs> if that makes sense. Uh, I like to think of myself as a chill guy and then, you know, if the things that are, are out of my control are out of my control. I think, I'm not sure if that's even the real definition or like, obviously it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't encapsulate everything that stoicism stands for. But every time I see or hear, you know, stoics talk, they seem to have a very good grasp on like their life and not being stressed about stuff is out of their control. But I get stressed all the time, bro. I get stressed all the time. Uh, but I feel like my stress response system or whatever is, is, is solid. Uh, you know, I, I feel like I can handle things. Even though I get stressed, I feel like the way I handle it is good. And I don't, I feel like I don't handle it in a, in a negative or at least in a, in a destructive way. Cause some people handle stress by, uh, you know, alcohol. In the states, a lot of people do drugs. I mean, I'm sure people do drugs here too, but you know, it's scarier to do drugs here. <laughs> but I, I'd like to think that I'm, I'm pretty. You know, I have a good head on my shoulders. You hear this bump? That's the bumps on the road. Uh, so stoicism, yeah, I'm not. I, I don't know, but I have a lot to say about no fap, and I have a lot to say about um, self, self growth and whatever. So let me, let me share my thoughts on that. So no fap. I am, because I remember I told you guys I was on NoFap, 
admittedly somewhere down the line I, I i i broke the streak but then i got back on it i don't know I, it's been a few months now since i've you know since i've fapped <laughs> so to speak well not even so to speak it's been a while literally since i have fapped so just in case you're new to the podcast and you don't know what no fap is if you miss my old episodes because i know you don't all listen to every episode i i i'm an advocate and i and and i uh practice or try to at least no fab. So no fab is where you abstain from masturbation. Now, I don't know if this affects women, like the whole psychology of whatever. Because the reason why no fab is is effective for a lot of men is because our our brains are wired to only get like turned on by porn. Sometimes, like if you've been watching porn ever since you were you know high school. I don't know the earliest I remember recall. I recall looking at porn as early as like eleven or twelve years old. So, you know, you expound that over the course of your life. So if, for example, for me, I'm 30, right? So 18 years, my brain has been wired on porn for them. I mean, for a majority of those 18 years, it's been porn has been in my, in my head and in my eyes. And I don't know, like where else in your psyche? I don't even know what the psyche is. So a few years ago, I discovered NoFap. So NoFap is like a community. It's, it's, uh, well, it's not community. It, it is a concept that people kind of try to follow to break this whole cycle of, of porn addiction slash porn re- reliance on porn to, you know, to get turned on. Because I, I've shared this on my podcast before. You can actually go back to it. I, I, I think I went even more in depth to it. But there was a time when, like, like real life sex was not uh, as appealing anymore to me. Have you, if you've ever seen the movie Don John starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt, it was just like that. Right? Real shit. It, it was like, you know, you, you felt no motivation to to find a, a to find a sexual partner because you know, I'll just, you know, I'll just spank it later. And B, even when you were with someone, sometimes I, I found myself not like getting aroused. It was so, it was like, oh shit. And then of course you feel bad uh, because you feel like you're making your partner feel bad because, you know, why aren't you getting turned on by me? You know, you know the whole issues right there. So that's when I kind of looked into um, doing NoFap. And I've been through, I don't know how many cycles because it's not perfect. You know, it's not, sometimes you fall off the wagon. I don't know if I've shared this in the past. So this is, let me delve into this. This, this cycle of NoFap that I'm on, I don't know how many months strong I've been on it, but this is probably my maybe seventh time, sixth or seventh time doing it. And I always share that the reason that I end the cycle is because I go through something that, uh, you know, I get stressed or something and I do it. And then I promise you, if you ever start this NoFap thing and you finally get through one cycle and then you end up breaking it, you will feel worse. Every time. I've I've regretted it every time. <laughs> I regret it every time. So that that's that's just I think it's I think it's um because there's always people who will be against it and say, you know, it's healthy to whatever, right? To release your release the release the crack in every once in a while. And I think it is, no man. But if you can do it with a real partner, uh, you know, it's even better. But uh I think a lot of people are also because whenever I I try to pitch this to my friends before and they thought I was fucking insane, right? But the 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 fact that that people think that it's impossible just shows to me uh, to me it shows 
just how reliant the at least for guys how how impossible the concept of getting rid of porn seems right that's that to me shows the the whole addiction aspect of porn it's it's ingrained in in almost every guy's brain not not all guys but i i would say i, I i'm making up statistics as i like to do here on this podcast like 85% of guys in the world watch porn you know gay or straight i don't really care i think it's 85% and the the con the fact that uh, if you ask those eighty five percent hey can you give up porn most of them would probably tell you they could but after a week they will be struggling trust me so if there are any guy okay here's here's a here's a good experiment all right if there are any guys out here and we could be we could we could remain anonymous we could make this the no fap update podcast if you'd like. But I, I'm, I, I challenge you, any guys listening. I don't know if this works for girls because I don't know if there's a, if it, if girls get affected by like, cause you know, girls watch porn too and they, they, they fap, they masturbate. But I don't know if that affects like their real life relations or their outlook on, on sex and whatever. But so that's why I'm only asking the guys right now. If the girls want to join in, yeah, let me know. But if you're a guy, I want you to look me in the eyes <laughs> and tell me that you could commit to 90 days, 90 days, because that's, that's the, that's the time frame that they ask for 90 days. So they say it takes three months, right? 90 days to, to commit to a new habit. And that's why the baseline is always 90 days. So I'm, I'm, can you do it for 90 days? Do not watch porn and do not, do not spank it. Do not masturbate. Could you do that? Seriously, look deep inside yourself. Most of you initially would say, yeah, I could do it. I guarantee you by week two or three, you're going to be, especially if you don't have a partner, right? If you don't have a boyfriend or a girlfriend that you can, you know, have sex with and, you know, release the Kraken, right? you will you will have a difficult time. I promise you that's why there's two modes when it comes to nofab there's hard mode they call that hard mode where you you don't you're not seeing anyone you're not having sex with anyone and then there's uh not easy mode but just like regular mode where you 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 don't watch porn you don't masturbate but you can have sex with people right so give it a shot because i I, it is difficult i'm telling you right now it is at your first week and i and you'll feel good you will feel good for the first two weeks or week or two but then by the third week there is something that a lot of people experience. I don't know if it's a psychological thing, but they call it a um I forgot the term that is used, but it's like a oh, a flat line. That's what they call. It. They call it a flat line. So it like they say that after like week 3, you lose like your sexual urges or some shit like that. I'm not really Hold on, I got to switch lanes. But yeah, I mean so by the third week you lose like you feel like you're you're not sexually attracted to anything. So don't at that point, this is just from own, my own experience and from reading other people's experiences, that's where you shouldn't panic because people start to panic when they're like, "Oh my god, I have no more sexual drive, no more sexual urges." But then it will spike back up. Uh but then when that spike comes up, that's where that's also another important like uh milestone in this whole thing is you have to make sure that you don't watch porn. That's when you can kind of like that's where you use that energy and whatever to either a what they you know people have found that they you know they they have so much more energy to work out and whatever and i i find that very true at least when pre-pandemic when i was still going to the gym when i practiced nofap i felt like i had more energy to lift weights and i just in general throughout the day i i, I felt like 
I had more energy to do things because you know when you when you when you fap right what happens after you fap you want to take a nap right you want to eat a sandwich smoke a cigarette maybe um but you you do have more energy so that's the that's the basis of no fap and I know I've talked about it before but just for any of the new listeners I think it was a good refresher course so to to my man uh who sent this to to Michael uh Michael John give it a shot bro let me know if if you've if you're on it if you've thought about doing it or if you've tried and you failed that would be even uh, you know there's no there's no shame in failing uh it's a difficult thing it takes a long time it takes dedication but yeah so seven like seven or eight cycles of this no fap i've done throughout my life so if you do the math right so three months so seven times three seven four twenty one so at least for out of the you know i think i I, my first cycle was when i was 23 or 24 (laughs) so in between those times i i was you know doing the doing the deed uh or at least doing the fapping in between so you kind of just have to i don't know how you you say this like you just have to wing it (laughs) wing it (laughs) all right i am so confused if i'm supposed to make a left here it might I have no idea where I am right now. I think I have to make a left at this stoplight. But yeah, that's the no fap thing. So give me if you anyone, anyone who is listening right now. I'm really like I I don't know cuz a lot of people are shy to talk about this kind of stuff. I don't really care. Because it's normal, man. It's natural. If you cuz if you talk to like I said, my fate my made up statistic of 85% of guys, most of them won't want to tell you about their porn. I don't know why. You do it, bro. Like, you do it, I do it, like, what's the shame in it, right? Maybe because we're not friends, like, in real life or whatever, but I really, I will not judge you if you have any experiences or if you're thinking about doing it. You know, I'll, I'll keep you account, I'll be your sponsor. If I, uh, like an AA, Alcoholics Anonymous, right? There's like that sponsor that keeps you accountable. Like, I'm, I'm down because I really think it's a life-changing thing. It's one of the things that you can implement in your, in your life as, 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 you know, without really doing anything. I mean, without, you don't have to buy anything. Like, you can start now. Like, if you're listening to me right now and you want to start right now, you could. But it is very challenging. I, I, it's a difficult, and I, I don't want to make it sound like it's some, it's like you're going to war or something, but it's a super difficult journey. It, it's not easy. It is, it is incredibly difficult. I, I, it's one of the hardest things that you're, like, no pun intended, right? It's one of the hardest things you're gonna do. As a, as, as someone, as, if you've been, you know, so, if you've been so accustomed to watching porn as a form of release, you know, physically and, uh, mentally, it's, it's, it's fucking difficult. So yeah, that, I think, let me know, let me know if that's something that you guys, uh, you know, are gonna start. I, I'm really interested, like, you know, don't send me pictures or anything, right? Or, <laughs> or videos, but I am interested in, in the effects because I wanna, you know, I wanna make, I, I wanna ho- help you improve your life and i really think it will be a huge improvement uh i guess some some common questions that i could answer right now is you know what are the rules uh like can you can you watch porn but not jerk off or whatever that's that's a common question because you know you want to be like you know i'll just watch it but i won't touch myself so i mean there are different uh what do you call it beliefs uh, as to how effective that is I think completely cold turkey shutting it off is is better because you're still kind of the the one of the main issues is psychological. So by watching the porn, you're still getting turned on by it and whatnot. So to kind of stop that, 
you should try your best to not watch it. So that's one rule. The other rule, like I said, maybe the differentiation between hard mode and whatever easy mode. Do you have a, a partner that you can, you know, have sexual release with? Uh, for me, I think it's okay. Uh, Maybe because maybe I've done through I've been through cycles where I have done it hard mode where I didn't have you know I wasn't seeing anyone at the time, and I've also had cycles where I had a partner and it was you know easier because you know anytime you feel like you want to watch porn you just say hey baby girl <laughs> let's do it, <laughs> but either way I think it, it it will still be healthy for you in the in the long run because I don't know. I just, I just feel like it will be. Hold on. I have to switch lanes, guys. So I don't want to die right now. Let me just switch lanes. Hopefully this guy will be kind and let me, oh, so kind. Thank you for letting me in. So that's, those are like the two most commonly asked questions. Uh, but any other rules? Are there any other rules? Uh, can you, oh, here's another one. Can you jerk off without porn? That's a good question. There, there are, I mean, I think you can for some people who can do it, but I guarantee you, you're going to get tempted to walk to. So like maybe you can do it once, right? But you start, you're still going to imagine shit. And what are you going to be imagining? You're going to be imagining most likely porn, right? So even if you're not looking at any visual stimulus or stimuli, you would still be like, um, I don't know. Like it would still maybe affect you. So I recommend that you don't. But I think it's healthier than watching it and doing it. So if you can do it without, um, without porn, uh, without porn, I, I guess, I mean, it's better, but can you keep it up? You know, no pun intended again. Can you keep that up? Can you, can you promise to yourself that you will only ever do it without visual stimulus? I, I think it's very difficult. Uh, will it reset that? And then it's up to you. Will it reset your counter, right? Does it count for you, uh, the 90 days? So if you're doing it, can you still do it? Like if you jerk off without porn, does it reset your counter? That's more for you to decide. I would say anytime you spank it, it's, it resets the counter with, with or without porn stimulus, you shouldn't count. But then I guess it's the same thing as, as, as easy mode where you have a sexual partner. Should you, should you release it? Uh, no, I don't think so in that case because you're actually, you know, you're you're getting aroused and you're doing all this stuff uh, because you're getting turned on by your partner, right? So yeah, that's my that's my take on nofap. So let me know. I'm serious, guys. I know that it might be the weirdest conversation to have with a stranger. You know, you guys don't know me in real life, and but I I I, I think I think it's normal to talk about it. You know, I think more people need to talk about it. And it's something that, you know, if I was like, if I was a Miss Universe contestant, that might be one of my advocacies, right? <laughs> it's a strange, it's a strange thing to, that most people don't really feel comfortable talking about, but give it a shot. You know, let, and then, you know, I hope someday down the line, you're like, yeah, man, I listened to this guy's podcast and he was telling me to stop masturbating and I listen and my life is so much better for it. I, 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 I would love that. I would love that. Uh, okay. So the other aspect of, see, I told you when you guys message me, I could really literally talk a whole episode about it. So he also asked about self-improvement. So I have another 15 minutes according to ways until I get there. So, uh, let me see what I can talk about self-improvement, self-improvement is a never-ending thing. And, you know, I don't want to preach to you like I have improved my life uh, immensely, although I think I have. 
Uh, but I, it, the, my biggest issue, uh, you know, something that I've learned that I was able to achieve in NoFab, but not in other aspects of my life, is discipline. I lack discipline when it comes to food. I lack discipline when it comes to time management. I lack discipline when it comes to uh, a lot of things. Um, sometimes my anger, you know, I get irritated easily. It, it's something that I need to kind of learn. So, what what do you do? What do I do? Um, I, I've read a lot of books. I love I love. Uh, there's a lot of books that I have recommended on the podcast before. Atomic Habits by James Clear is is one that's popular. Uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie is one that I've also enjoyed. I've also looked into other kind of thoughts and tracks and like thought thought processes in life. Uh, that's why I want to read a book on stoicism. I haven't read one yet, but I've read uh, I've read books on essentialism. Uh, I've read books, of course, on minimalism. You guys know that I try to practice minimalism. Uh, it's difficult, but I do it. What else? Um, yeah, there's just there's just so many. Like my recommendation is to just look up a whole bunch of ways that other people think, and then see what works best for you. You don't necessarily have to practice everything. I think. Uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe if you if I fully committed to one of these things, my life would be better. But how I deter- how I determine is because there's there's so many ways that people think, especially in religion, right? You guys know my 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 position on religion. If if you follow blindly. Because simply because someone says that this will make your life better or this is what you have to do, I don't think it's the right thing to do. But if you find, if you hear something, whether it be in religion, in, in, uh, self help, uh, any sort of discipline that you agree with and you think that, you know, that would make my life better or I feel like that makes sense in my life, I, I 100% think you should implement it into your life. You know, you can pick and choose. That's why I always have this thing with religion, right? Like, there's so many great things about religion. I, you know, I, I've said this before. There's so many great things about religion. Uh, even though I'm not a religious person, I, I, I can see the benefit in, in religion for a lot of people. But it's, it's when you kind of have to, it's like, but I'm this religion, so I have to do everything else and I cannot do these other things. Like, why can't you believe in, I, I, maybe, maybe that, maybe that's pushing it a little bit too far, but why can't you believe in multiple gods? You know, multi-theo, whatever the term is, right? Multi-theostic, or I don't know, I don't know the terms. But why, why cannot, why can't that be something? Is it because one god says you cannot believe in the other? What if you believe in karma, right? And that reincarnation, but you also want to believe in Jesus. Is that possible? I mean, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know. Don't, that's just me. That's just me thinking out loud here. Um, I guess a good thing that maybe you want to know, uh, who uh, see James, who asked this question, what has worked for me? Because I, even though I said I'm not perfect, I'm still working towards it. There are a lot of things that work for me. Minimalism has huge. It was huge. It was a huge. Um, it was a huge part of my life and still is I think I just I don't I don't maybe I'm not as mindful about it I don't think too much about it but there was a good time I think in 2018 or so when I really went hardcore minimalist for you know good several months I got rid of a lot of shit and I don't even remember what I got rid of that's how crazy like that's how crazy the accumulation of stuff is in our lives like you'll you know you'll when you throw it away you're like oh but I might need this but you know, three years later, I don't remember what I threw away. So, so minimalism was huge for me. Um, essentialism, I, when I read the book, I forgot who wrote it. 
there was an aspect of essentialism that I enjoyed, that I liked. The fact that, you know, you cannot really focus on many things because the most, I mean, the fact that you're focusing on several things means that your attention is divided. So for me, I, I kind of, I got, I grasped that concept. But I'm also one that doesn't do well focusing too much on one task because I get bored. So in that way, it would be more, it wouldn't help me as much. But I, I like the concept of uh, like priorities and whatever and, you know, finding out what was more important on the list. And I think from from that kind of, that book that I read, I didn't necessarily learn how to just do one thing, but I learned how to prioritize things, if, if that is clearer to you guys. So yeah, there's so many. I mean, YouTube is, is a, there's a bevy of information on YouTube. TikTok actually, you know, you like one motivational or inspirational post on TikTok and, you know, the algorithm will just bombard you with all that shit. So I, I go on TikTok sometimes. I watch, I'll see like people I've never seen before and then I'll hear them talk and then I'll look them up and then I'll, I'll look up what their, what their body of work is, what they're, you know, what they're preaching, what they are. You know what they are. There's a lot of business gurus and and a lot of motivational speakers that I see on TikTok that I've never heard of, and I look them up, and they you know you you see that oh wow they they are established they are you know well known speakers and they probably get paid millions of dollars to talk about you know living your best life. So that's what I would recommend when it comes to self improvement. How how I would go about doing it. You pick what you think works best for you because I don't think it's selfish, right? It's not selfish. To, to only choose what you want because it's your life, right? It is your life. It's not anybody else's. So don't be ashamed to say like, hey, I practice this and then don't do everything about it because fuck those guys, right? Fuck those guys who are like, oh, you're a minimalist, you're a minimalist, but you still have, you know, you still have more than two pairs of shoes. Fuck you. I like my shoes, right? That's because I practice, you know, blah, blah, blah. So... That's my that's my TED talk for the day. Thank you so much for uh, sending that in. And I told you guys, see, I told you I will talk about anything. That is my life. Uh, that's my that's my. I feel like that's my purpose on Earth is to just talk because that's that's what I do for a living, and I feel like I'm good at it, and I can really make something out of nothing because I cannot sing, I cannot act, I cannot dance, but I know I can talk. Um. So yeah, thank you so much. If you ever have any questions about anything in life. Hit me up at uh, Teresa the Best. Of course, it's not life advice, not financial advice, not life advice, but it worked for me. It might not work for you. I mean, I can't guarantee your life will get better, but I think it, I think it only makes sense that it will. You know. So I'm gonna finish driving. Uh, you know, I've been I'm still alive as we speak. So thank you so much. I'll try to record on Friday, but it's been <laughs> it's been slim pickings, man. There's really not much going on in the week. But, you know, if I don't, I'll see you next Tuesday. Take care of yourselves and I'll catch you all. Say it with me later. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.